Sind Sie auf der Suche nach einer IT-Gesamtlösung, die genau auf Ihre Bedürfnisse zugeschnitten ist? Dell Technologies bietet alles an einem Ort, von der professionellen Beratung bis hin zur neuesten Technologie. Zum Beispiel PCs mit den neuesten Intel Core-Prozessoren. Rufen Sie uns an unter 0800 724 4869 und sprechen Sie direkt mit einem Dell Technologies Experten. This episode is supported by Inside the Breakthrough, a new history of science podcast full of did you know stuff like do scientists really yell Eureka? More seriously, Inside the Breakthrough mixes historical wisdom with modern insight. It's a mashup between a history show and a science show, but with a sense of humour too. Hosted by Dan Riskin, each episode has a theme from light bulb moments when science history is made through to 2021 being the 100th anniversary of the discovery of insulin. In an episode devoted to that story, we hear how Frederick Banting made that world-changing breakthrough on no salary, no budget, and even sold his car to feed the dogs he used in his experiments. Such is the lot of a Nobel Prize-winning scientist. Search out Inside the Breakthrough anywhere you listen to your podcasts, and we'll include a link in our show notes. Thanks very much to Inside the Breakthrough for their support. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome. I'm Phil Sansom, and this week I'll be computing this question from listener Ellie. How do zip files work on my computer? Those are files that end in the letters .zip, and to do anything with them, you have to first click a button that says Extract, and somehow out come a new set of files. What on earth is going on? Well, here's how research data scientist Peter Foster sees it. A zip file is a convenient way to bundle up one or more files with the seemingly magical property that its contents are shrunk in size, but no information is lost. The zip file ends up requiring fewer bytes of storage space compared to the files that we can extract from it. In this sense, zip files are all about data compression. Without lovely compression, we could be drowning in data. Watching an uncompressed, high-definition video could easily burn through your whole monthly mobile data plan in a single second. But thanks to compression, watching YouTube on your phone could still leave gigabytes to spare. And this isn't just for computers. We all use our own kind of data compression when we use text speak, for example, acronyms and abbreviations to shorten our messages. This works if the recipient knows the meaning behind the text speak. If you wanted to be 100% certain that the person you're texting can decode your texts, you'd send them all the text speak definitions you're using in advance through a carefully chosen dictionary. This kind of dictionary would tell you that LOL is code for laughing out loud, for example, but it could also use custom abbreviations for phrases that appear a lot in your specific message. And with the right abbreviations, the overall coded message, plus dictionary, could be much, much shorter. In a similar way, zip files are encoded versions of the files that they contain, interspersed with dictionary entries which together allow us to decode the files. The abbreviations can represent sequences of data of any length, for example, strings of characters. In other words, compression is all about finding and exploiting patterns in data. No patterns, no compression. If you tried to zip up a file which contained only randomly generated data, you'd need to be extremely lucky to see any shrinkage in the zipped version. 
And so we have today's zip files. By the way, the zip file is an example of lossless data compression, which simply means without loss of information. But it's also worth mentioning that there are other types of compression which are lossy, like JPEG for images or MP3 for audio. And that last one is probably how you're hearing me now. Thanks very much to Peter Foster from the Alan Turing Institute. Next time, we're answering this question, and don't let it bug you, from listener Jeffrey. We've had a cold and snowy winter, and I've had to shovel my driveway every few days. We had a fly in our house, and I was curious if it survived the cold somehow or recently hatched. What do flies do in winter? If you can answer this question, come on over to our forum, nakedscientists.com slash forum. Or if you'd like to ask a question of your own, email chris at nakedscientists.com. I've been Phil Sansom, and until next time, take care and goodbye. Music in the program is sponsored by Epidemic Sound, perfect music for audio and video productions.